pandemic has profoundly impacted the world's cities. It has also prompted rethinking about the role of cities and the future of urbanization. In this podcast, urban development expert Tsuyoshi Hashimoto discusses the post pandemic outlook for Asia's cities and the implications for sustainable and inclusive growth in the region. His remarks are based on research presented during a recent ADBI virtual policy dialogue on rethinking the role of cities and urban function. Hi, Dr. Hashimoto. Welcome to Asia's Developing Future. Can you start by explaining the status of urbanization in Asia? The ratio of urban population worldwide exceeded 50% of the total population in 2007, and it is projected to be 68% by 2050, according to the United Nations. The biggest increase in the urban population will take place in Asia and Africa. Urbanization in Asia is characterized by many mega cities, as global economic performance will depend much on Asian economies in the coming decades. How to manage urban growth and function to support the global economy? Is indeed a critical issue. How is the function of cities changing? Historically, cities have provided service functions as a venue for the exchange of products from the rural hinterland. As globalization and ICT development proceed, service oriented economic development is accelerating. Factory type agriculture, mining by AI operated machines, value added processing with design and branding, and virtual tourism. These are all based mainly in urban areas. This means continued and accelerating urbanization is inevitable. How has the COVID 19 pandemic affected the outlook for the region's cities and the role they play for economies? We have learned a lesson from COVID 19 that the concentration of the population in larger cities is a disadvantage against pandemics. We have to reconcile economic efficiency and environmental health through further urbanization. This will call for a fundamental change in our view on urbanization or shift in the development paradigm. What's the paradigm shift? During the 20th century, most of advanced countries pursued economic efficiency based on rather extensive use of natural resources in rural areas to produce goods and services consumed in urban areas. This has resulted in many social and environmental problems in both urban and rural areas, culminating in climate change and global warming. This 20th century development paradigm will have to shift to an alternative paradigm that takes both urban and rural areas together and both production. And consumption together for more sensible use of resources as capital. What will that mean in practice? In fiscal terms, we'll have to reconcile a mega city and a compact city. I have been advocating a multi core city to enjoy advantages of both mega and compact cities while overcoming their disadvantages. A multi core city consists of several urban centers in a city separated by greenery and mutually linked by an effective urban transport system. Each urban center is a compact city, self sufficient in daily urban functions, and at the same time specializing in some higher order functions. Functions or the urban centers develop in a mutually complementary manner by sharing the higher order urban functions of other urban centers. What are some other emerging factors that will shape the future of cities and urbanization in Asia? 
For future cities, response to natural disasters, including pandemics, is a particularly important issue. A resilient city is a city with a high capability to adapt to changes in external and internal conditions and to recover quickly from the adverse effects of such changes. In fiscal terms, the option or alternative and redundancies of infrastructure provisions will enhance resilience. Another way to enhance the resilience of cities is city networking. A city network may consist of larger cities specialized in high-grade urban services respectively, which are shared by member cities for mutually complementary development. Urban functions to be shared include, of course, rescue and restoration from disasters. ICT development with 5G, 6G communication systems will change the relationship between urban and rural areas, habitation patterns, and even the spatial perception of people. What about the changes in people's working arrangements and daily lives? How will they impact urban development? Remote work and distance education health services have been promoted in response to COVID-19. With 5G, 6G communication systems, urban residents may feel closer to the rural environment surrounding the city they live and work in. This may result in new spatial perception. They may perceive surrounding rural areas as a new form of satoyama or home countryside. Traditional satoyama in Japan provides a recreation area for residents nearby, seasonal food, and protection against disaster or a shelter during disasters. We conceive complementary relationship between urban and rural areas with new satoyama. To what extent do you expect the form and function of cities in the region will change? For any country or region to survive in the global economy, we need to establish viable industries producing goods and services competitive in the global market in terms of quality and prices. As a necessary condition for any region or country to survive in globalization, we need a city having direct access to the global market. I call this as a regional city. Can you explain that a bit more? A regional city should have a certain size, proper urban infrastructure, and the proper urban management to ensure low economic transaction costs and international airport and port facilities. More importantly, a regional city should have complementary relationship with its hinterland, producing exportable goods. A regional city supports primary and secondary industries in the hinterland by importing advanced technology and developing innovative design. Forms and functions of future cities will depend much on the relationship with respective hinterlands with viable social economies. To wrap up, what are your recommendations for adapting urban development to new conditions and ensuring that cities in Asia can support sustainable and inclusive growth? Whatever city we pursue, including a smart city, urban governance holds the key for realizing desirable urbanization. The key issue is how to build most appropriate management structure for various volunteer activities undertaken in cities by ensuring a free city atmosphere. Considering the importance of a regional city, can we think of region-based urban governance covering both regional city and its rural hinterland? This may facilitate fundamental solutions to various urban problems, including control of pandemics. Can we convert an existing megacity into, into a multi-core city? A megacity usually consists of several urban centers with different characteristics and function. If we separate those centers by greenery while strengthening these characteristics, we can make it a multi-core city physically. Further, would farmland be part of the greenery between the urban centers? I believe it would. But to realize the idea, legal and institutional frameworks for land ownership, land use and transaction would have to be changed as part of the paradigm shift. 
How optimistic are you about that happening? When the survival of human beings at stake, we should muster our ideas and wisdom to create a new paradigm. Then, the city is a venue for the exchange of diversified ideas and values through wide communication between peoples of various sociocultural backgrounds, which I believe is necessary for our survival. This has been Asia's Developing Future. Brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute. For more information about us, visit adbi.org.